This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast because, of course, it is. We're always here every week. We're here for you. We're slaves for you. I'm and we love it. Slave for you. <laughs> I'm Danielle. It's Tuesday, October 20th. And that's Jamie. <laughs> it's nice out, though. The weather is beautiful. Is it? The weather outside is beautiful. It is. Danielle's stuck at her desk and can't. It's the 20th. It's the 20th of Halloween, which means only 11 days until Halloween. Oh, my God. I know. I'm actually kind of I'm excited. We're supposed to have, like, all the kids. For Halloween, so I mean, not that Christopher will do anything. I don't think Jonathan will, but I think you know our other two will. So yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I um may work Halloween at uh, the Santa Pub. I may host. Oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. But everything's been crazy. So what what happened? So we've got eleven days till Halloween, and we've got mm. four days. Yes, to Sharon and Wes's to big Sharon day. and Wes's day, which I'm very excited about. My dress is. Fabulous. No, she was listening to the podcast yesterday. Did she? Yeah, did she, she texted me. She was laughing. She was laughing about the orangutan. <laughs> so, so guess what, everybody? Jamie now has an of age daughter, and we all went out to celebrate. Oh her. my god! So my baby turned twenty one on the ninth, and we celebrated on Saturday, and it was a good time. Yeah, it really was. Everybody showed up for. Um, we had we had like at least twenty people easy. Right. There and she sang her first karaoke song. Yes, she did. Did you see the pictures Chris posted? I did. Where you were, uh, it was my reaction. Yeah, Yeah, we Um, have to start posting these on our page for people because they would love to see them. So my baby, I knew she was. I knew I was in there somewhere. People, I knew it. (laughs) Well, I thought it was funny because you, you're like, okay, well, what do you want for your big girl drink? And she was like. I don't like that. I gave her some of mine, which was a crown apple and spray. And she was not. And she was like, I don't like that. And then she was like, I want one that's like got the blue in it. And you're like, you know, what is it? Seercow? Yeah. Blue seercow. Seercow. So she, she goes over and (laughs) tells her like, give her half a shot of this blah, blah. And then puts a blue seercow in it. She brings it back. Katie has it. And then it's like, oh my God. It's, it's just, uh, it's just upsetting my stomach. I'm just, I'm oh, just I know. floating Can I have, free. Yeah, ginger ale. So earlier that day, I bought Katie some jeans for her birthday. Mm-hmm. $41 freaking Levi's. Right. <clears throat> which were on sale for 40% off. So right. they were like $80 jeans. Yes. So I bought her and they were too tight. Mm-hmm. Because you can't try anything on the stores right now. Right. So they were too tight. And she had a complete fucking meltdown as the Chinese food that we ordered is on the way. So the Chinese the food that we ordered on the way, she's having a complete freaking meltdown. And then I'm like, Katie, it's fine. You know, Levi's are just cut different. Da 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 da. It's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> she eats her Chinese food, which I had to tell her one or the other because she was like, I want chicken lo mein and sesame chicken. I was like, one or the other bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mama's not rich. Right. And I just spent a shit ton of money on you. Right. So we ended up getting, she ends up getting the sesame chicken and she eats that and then she has one of my pizza rolls and then we get to the pub and she's like, I want wings and I give her wings and then she ate something else. She was eating on um, Sharon's french fries and then she's looking at the menu again. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I know. I remember that. You're like, look, woman. And then she looked at Paco and said, can we get a taco though? And of course we want to taco Bell because she asked Paco and Paco was like, sure, kid. 
<laughs> I'm not going to tell you no. I'm not going to tell you no. I just thought it was funny. She was just like, oh my God. And you're like, Katie, calm down. It had a half a shot in it. Like, right. it only had a half a shot. And it was funny because I remember you were talking to her and she was like, well, I don't want to get drunk. So I'm just going to have like two drinks and like two shots. And you're like, okay. And it was so funny. And, and right. so then she gets there and we're like, oh, your poor little liver it hasn't even broken in yet. Right. And she was sipping on my fireball. And then she was like, I'm going to get a shot. I'm going to get a shot. And I'm like, okay. She was like, nobody offered to buy me a shot. I was like, bitch, because you bitched and moaned that you didn't want to get drunk. Nobody wanted to cross your line. <laughs> so she was like, I'll just go buy my own shot. You mean I'll buy your shot? Because the tab's in my name. Well, no, and everybody gave her money. Like, I gave her money. Yeah, she, everybody gave her money. She, yeah, she Brady walked gave her money. with $165. Yeah, she had money and all this stuff. It was so funny. Well, I thought what was really funny was everybody gave her money. And she's like, oh, great. I can make my car payment with it. And so she was like, oh, I'll have extra money because now I have this and I'll make this. Whatever, and then she was like telling. I think I don't know. If she was telling Jen or what, but it was about um, getting like one of those fireplaces. Yeah, and she was like, and they're only four hundred dollars. And I'm like, bitch, you just wanted to use this money to spend on your car payment. Where are you getting all this extra money after a four hundred dollar fireplace? Right. And then she was like, well, I live with a whole bunch of electricians, so when you split it all those ways, and I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense then. Because she was like, it's only four hundred dollars. Like it was the funniest thing. And I'm like, what kind of freaking? And then Jen was like, well, I thought I'm like on this. For this amount on Wayfair, and Katie was like, "I guess I'm going on Wayfair." I know. Oh god, it was just—it was the funniest thing. I'm like, "Where are you getting all this money from? Four hundred dollars?" And you were just talking, about, "I'm gonna make my car payment with it." Look, she was it like, was "So fun though." She was like, "I can't get drunk because I have to do nursery for church in the morning. I'm I'm vol- I volunteered as nursery. It's my nursery day. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. I woke up at eight thirty, and my child was gone. Mm-hmm. Like she got up, and she had she had put her money in the bank on the way out of the neighborhood, like at oh, yeah. ATM, and <clears throat> off to. Off to the nursery. Off to the church she went. Oh, it was such a nice time, though. It was so fun. And it I was, I was so thankful for everybody that came mm-hmm. out. A um, lot of people did So come many out. people came out just, yes. to, just to give Katie some love. Mm-hmm. And it felt really good. And I'm very happy about it. Because all I wanted was one day. And I got my one day. Yeah. Well, that was really good. And was thinking about there's things like you know when you become a parent that you you do you know in a segue for this and I wanted to bring it up because I don't know how who else does this but apparently I'm a food hoarder <laughs> I don't know why Danielle has a problem I do have a problem so I keep, I love buying food and and I remember and Bruce said well were you guys like you know having issues with food when you were younger? I was like, no, not really. I'm it like, may it. just be something that you enjoy doing. I think I just really enjoy fucking going to the grocery store. I I don't. It's not that I'm getting out of the house. It's like I like having options. But you know what I've done now? I've hoarded so much food at this point that I don't even know what I have anymore. And now I just want to throw it all out and start over. And <laughs> Bruce is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like smack me in the hand. No. So no. we're gonna have to like Stop go downstairs it. and catalog it. Like tape a piece of paper on the front top of the food. The yeah. Chester Steve's down. I know. Chester's are down there. Like, like, here. Four pounds of hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it is. It's like getting out of control. bags of, of dinosaur nuggets. <laughs> it is like that. And, you know, actually, we went to Aldi's on Sunday. And I needed to get, like, X amount of things because I don't know. I mean, I never order from Walmart to pick up ever. They suck fucking balls. I don't know where they do a good job at, but it's not in Delaware. In any of the stores, it's awful. They're all ghetto in there. Their shit's all fucked up. All the aisles are just rooney and everything. No, it's just bad. It's a it's a bad time. So, but I didn't learn that until after the fact when I ordered like half my order because I did my month shopping, right? <laughs> Which means nothing because I constantly go to the grocery store. You shop for a whole month. 
I shop for a whole month to start. It's like a whole month of dinner. So I plan out all my dinners. And then I do like one week of lunches. And then I just fill in until the next month. That's crazy. I only get paid once a month. So I make sure I have everything, all my I dinners. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I am a once every other week shopper. Yeah. And like I'll plan out my dinner. But basically I'll just throw some meat in the cart and be like, I'll figure something out. Like, I know, but I have all these people here. Like, you love to go to the grocery store. The grocery store is not my friend. I hate the fucking grocery store. I enjoy the grocery store. I have my car being filled up. I like knowing that I got everything I'm going to need. And, you know, I think it's almost a stress thing because work is so freaking stressful anymore. And it's been so stressful. And it's just never going to stop being stressful that I enjoy knowing that if I have all this food, I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. And I like having all the options I need. But it's to the point now where my pantry's filled, my refrigerator's filled, my freezer's filled, a chest downstairs filled, two shelves, like huge big shelves are filled with food down there. And I'm like, I have no, I have no idea what I have anymore. I don't even know what I have. Last night I had to make dinner. Couldn't remember what the hell I had. And I ended up making a struggle meal <laughs> where I did like, I have, um, I call it lunch chicken where it's like pre-made like strips already and I use that usually put those like it's just grilled chicken strips and I usually put them in like my salads or whatever I end up grilling those up and then making and using um like a big old thing of rice and putting cream of chicken in that and then just putting the chicken on top and that's what everybody ate it was a struggle meal uh you know what my favorite struggle meal is with what? those pre-made chicken strips what I cut them up into squares uh-huh fried potatoes mm. and I put cheddar cheese and Cream broccoli, cheese and broccoli soup in there. Oh, okay. And I let that all cook down, yeah. and then I throw cheese on top, and it's fucking amazing. Oh, with the little cut up chicken pieces. With yep, and potatoes. And potatoes. And that does sound really cheese. good. It's delicious. See, yeah, I got it fresh. out of a Campbell's cookbook that oh, okay. that I had gotten with, that Ron's mom had given us when I moved into the house originally in Charlestown. Right. But that cookbook got disintegrated, obviously, the because there was a fire in our kitchen. Right. So. Sadly, I don't have it, so I've been trying to find it online. I can't find it online, so I just kind of make a bastardized version of version it. Version of it, and I throw like I throw garlic powder on it, like so it gets that little garlicky taste. It's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. I'll have to look at it. I don't know. Well, I think that's the other problem. Like when you're on social media, all these people post all these things, all these recipes. There's so <laughs> many recipes in my saved that I I I put it on in my save, which. I look at when I'm here mm-hmm. to do the stories, and I'm like, oh, look, here's a 7-Eleven. I forgot I had this, you know, 7-Eleven, 7-Up cake recipe that I can't wait to try. Oh, and yeah, right. That's going to be fantastic. And then I'm like, oh, look, um, it's peach cobbler with Krispy Kreme donuts instead of. <laughs> oh, my God. That is diabetes waiting to happen in a pan. Well, I don't know. I'm always like, oh, I want to make that now. But I've already got 37 dinners at this point because I won't yeah. stop buying food. So I kind of had wondered how many other people do it because I'd mentioned it to my boyfriend and he said his, you know, ex-wife would kind of do the same thing. Oh, like, he's used to it. Like, there's a lot of us that do it. Like, it's not, like, unheard I'm of. not a food hoarder, but I will put aside what I've got yeah. that I had planned to make if I see a new recipe that I have to try on Facebook. Yeah. And then I run out and I do that. So I'm like wondering, like, and then 90 percent of the time, I hate what I made. I know. I'm like, oh my god, why did I do this? Oh my god, why did I do it? I know. He told me he said you can't go shopping anymore. And then the kids came down. They're like, mom, stop it. Like <laughs> you, you can't. And it's so funny because my kids are the ones who actually like most of the time eat up all the shit. So then I feel like I don't have anything. And then I'm back at the grocery store again, and I just keep buying more and more shit. So I'm like, look, y'all are gonna have to just like you know get it together, okay? But anyway, thinking about food though. 
I have a really good feel good story that I want to get to because we've had all these like, you know, I don't know, we were talking about kids and eh, all this stuff or whatever. But here comes this little kid, this kid, he's like 14 years old. And I'm so excited for him. He's in DeKalb, Georgia. And according to Fox 5 online, he is the youngest Georgia restaurant owner in history. Nice. Yes. So I was like, how cool is that? So his he is 14-year-old Mason Wright, and he's ready for his October 17th grand opening of a Snap Finger Road restaurant, Mason's Superdogs. He's excited to become the youngest restaurant owner in Georgia in history. How old is he? 14. Can you own a restaurant at 14? No. And they kind of go through and they talk about it in here where he was going to partner up with his 22-year-old sister. But because of his age, regardless, and because she wasn't a parent, there was all these things. So they had to, like, jump through hoops. And then they finally gave it to him. But now he's got his own little restaurant. And I think it's more of, like, a walk-up, like, uh-huh. on the end or something. But I'm like, you know what? There's, like, we say so many things about kids these days. Because we don't, you know, they don't take responsibility. They're the parents blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're fucking assholes. And then here you got this kid who's like, I had my own little car and now I wanted to upgrade. I mean, at 14 years old, he's got this entrepreneurial spirit. And I'm just so excited for him. So if you guys are in DeKalb, Georgia, like, can you guys please stop by and see him look up Mason's Superdogs? I hope his Superdogs business takes off. I know. He said Fox 5 introduced him in July 2019 when he had only had a mobile cart that he toted between Morehouse College and smaller companies to sell his highly decorated hot dogs. His family secured the wood frame restaurant stand in a shopping plaza near Flat Shoals Parkway in August after another restaurant went out of business. So that's where it's supposed to be. They don't actually tell you where it is. I wish they kind of would because I wanted to give him that. Yeah, but Google it and let's like show this kid some love because you know what? Not a lot of our kids are doing that right now and we got to give them some love. So mm-hmm. good for you, kid. We're so proud of you. Keep going. You're a star. Go Mason. Go Mason. I know. He's a freaking rock star. Okay. So um, I have a story about a not so great teen. <laughs> All right. So hero dog save newborn, saves newborn after teen mom buries son alive. Oh, no. But this tale of a hero dog saves newborn is on another level of greatness. Meet the brave little pup, Ping Pong. Oh, who is gaining fame as the world's most heroic dog. And in case you're wondering where this fame is coming from, well, it's a story that's winning the hearts all around the world. Meanwhile, Ping Pong's timely rescue of a newborn baby from the grave has many people talking. Here's more on the harrowing story of how one teen mom buried her baby son alive. Oh, God, I can't believe it. So it says three. Oh, oh my God. Ping Pong only has three legs. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, Ping Pong looks like your average pup, but he's beyond amazing. Most importantly, it's because he's a three-legged dog and he has done the unthinkable. The brave dog is getting hailed as an absolute hero in Thailand after his timely rescue of a newborn baby. Ping Pong was observed digging up some dirt recently across a vast farmer's field in Karat, Thailand. While many were confused as to what the dog was up to, others just chose to ignore the ordeal. However... Little did anyone know that this furry friend was on the re- on a rescue mission. Yes, Ping Pong's digging efforts have saved the life of a tiny newborn infant boy, and the world can't seem to keep calm. Usan Nasika, sorry if that's wrong, <laughs> is Ping Pong's owner, and she's never been more proud of her pup. More, however, she explains how she followed him to the field, strangely wondering what, wondering what he was up to. She saw him digging and digging while observing the entire incident patiently. There was a lot of commotion around, and she couldn't help but wonder what he was doing. She, uh, she says that she, then she saw an infant's leg poking out of the dirt. And when he, she began piecing the puzzle together, sim, similar, similarly 
She explained that she then frantically started digging to rescue the to remove the newborn with the dog. Oh my god! Because she saw its little legs sticking out. Yeah. Five point two pound baby rescued from dirt and rushed to the hospital. After the dog saves newborn ordeal, U.S. USA knew she had USA. I guess her name is USA. Knew she had to think quickly. She rushed the baby to the hospital. Doctors explained to her that thankfully the baby was all right and didn't suffer any major injuries. Oh my god! The whole village was in awe after Ping Pong's action. They couldn't understand or believe how the miracle dog saved this baby via his own hard efforts. The villagers described Ping Pong's relentless effort as he's a hero because he saved the life of the baby. Oh my god, did they find out who the mother is? On the other hand, Nisika explains medical officials about Ping Pong. She claimed, I have had Ping Pong since he was born and he has always been very loyal. When he was younger, a car hit him in his back legs. He was injured. That's why he's only got three legs. Mm-hmm. Um, police arrest the teenage mother who buried her infant alive. Wow. I don't even want to think about the amount of trouble she's in in Thailand. Oh, I know, I died. Just two days after the incident, police went to arrest the teenage mother who buried her infant alive. The mother gave her statement to the police. She explained how she tried to hide her son's birth from others. Furthermore, she explained how she feared her parents and their reaction to the birth of her son. However, reports claim that the parents agreed to take the infant, but he is still under official custody. Likewise, the mother's mental status is also under investigation. Now, that's what we call a miraculous rescue by a hero dog who saves a newborn infant from the grave. Wow. Oh, ping pong. You know, it's so weird because I think this morning. And he is so cute. Look at how cute he is. Oh, he is cute. Lily Bobby. Well, I was reading a story this morning. We got up early enough that I actually got to have my coffee and, like, scroll. And there was this woman. I don't even know. I thought I saved it, but I guess I didn't. And she had an affair with a TSA worker. Okay. Well, I guess it was a co-worker. Had this affair, hit it, like, you know, hit it, but they were kind of like, mm, you know what I mean? Because you get to a further point where, well, they wasn't really hidden there. Like, what's going on with that? Or whatever. And then um, she ends up having this baby in the tub and takes the baby, cuts this umbilical cord with scissors, throws it out the window, what? onto the ground next to the trash can, just throws it out. What? Like, just freaks out, throws it out a window. It lands. I mean, it's got all this trauma and it's crying and instead of her, like, going and getting the baby out of the alleyway where she threw it, she went to bed. What? So a neighbor, yes. I'm like, I just read it this morning. So a neighbor hears this baby crying, and she finally goes out. and was like, holy fucking shit, there's a fucking newborn sitting here naked, in cold. the cold, in the cold, goes and gets this baby. And apparently it's got, like, you know, some fractures and internal bleeding and stuff. But they're Because the like, bitch tossed him out the fucking window. out the window. But then she was so stupid in a way because she didn't even bother. Like, they found it because they could see where the blood came from. They just followed the blood up the wall and on the, on the uh, windowsill. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She just went to bed. Mm-hmm. Did not give a fuck about her baby. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I hope she goes to jail. I know, but I'm like, that is insane. But on another note, here's like when I love stupid-ass criminals. Okay. Fucking love them. I love a dumb criminal. Oh, my God. So, this was for WISTV, and it's actually from 2017. Somehow, it made its rounds, and I just got it on, on Facebook. But... <laughs> shit so it goes a former employee at a fast food restaurant robbed it while wearing a ski mask he was later arrested after employees recognized his facial features through the holes in his mask during the robbery one victim even asked cleveland is that you and the man responded no it's not me (laughs) no cleveland here (laughs) so i just i was like i had to i had to talk about that one because that was so freaking funny i'm like oh dear god but then talking about, so that was little, and then I have this one, and I know you and I both had it, and it was 
from the Daily Mail. And I'm like, these people ain't messing around. If you don't like dick pics, neither does Finland. Finland hates dick pics. Finland apparently. is not happy about it. Finland will jail men who send unsolicited dick pics. They have had it. They are done. It is not your time. Put your dick away. Put your camera away. They ain't here for it. So this is from October 13th, 2020. It says men who send unsolicited dick pics could be jailed for up to six months under new laws proposed in Finland. Can we get that law? I know. I'm like, what the shit? So ministers want to amend the country's sexual harassment laws to include sending explicit images along with verbal and text harassment. Under current Finnish law, an offense is only considered to be sexual harassment if it involves physical touching. Some offenders who send explicit photos have been prosecuted under the country's defamation laws. I wonder how they get that. That's an in defamation. That's mm-hmm. interesting. However, campaigners have been asking for the law to be changed because it does not take into account the sexual nature of the crime. Sammy Kiriakos from Finland's Justice Ministry said the next the new law could be submitted sometime next year before being put before Parliament for a vote. Yeah, we can't have that in America because everybody would be in jail. Oh my god, I know, right? I'm like, it's there like, would be so many people. We'd have to build a whole new prison just for dick pics. <laughs> Well, you know what they call it? Cyber flashing. Dirty, dirty cyber flasher. I didn't know. I was just thinking, I'm like, could you imagine? Like, okay, so imagine, like, they do, and then you get arrested for it. And, like, you go to jail for six months. That's a felony here. Right. So then you'd have to probably go on a registry. And then you'd have to try. Yeah. And then once you're out, get on, like, try to get a job. And they're like, okay, well, what's this felony all about? They'd be like, well, I sent my dick to somebody, and I went to jail for it. Right. So then we're going to have to build a whole new prison called the Dick Pickatentiary. Dick <laughs> We'd have to put it in in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Blue Ball, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Dick Pickatentry. Oh, let me see. It says some territories have taken steps to ban online sexual harassment, including Scotland, which outlawed the behavior in 2010. So they already did it. The U.S. state of Texas last year introduced a $500 fine for sending unsolicited sexual images. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Texas fucking ain't having it. Right. And everything's bigger in Texas. So if anything's <laughs> going to be like banned in Texas, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> so these types of offenses are virtually anything that occurs on the web may be very difficult to investigate, they're saying over there. Um, but I'm like, wow, that's wild. I didn't know that they did that. But that's kind of neat. Oh, it says the current law means that violence or the threat of violence must be used to, must be used to be used to qualify as rape, while the new laws will define it as sex without consent. Oh, that's ridiculous. Well, and you I mean, know, there's going to be a bunch of petty little bitches that are like, he's not, you know, he probably asked for the dick pic, and it's like, he's totally sent me this dick pic, and now he broke up with me, and so I want you to arrest them. Oh. Because that's what it's going go to go come down to. People are going to abuse the fuck out of that law. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of it that way. Oh, my goodness. People are crazy. But I have something here. You do. I do. And what I thought it was it? from this year, but apparently it was from last year. It uh, It's from thehardtimes.net, and it is from October 13th of 2019, and it's about a girl who earned $523 after tourists mistaked her apartment for a haunted house. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> so Cleveland, Ohio. I have about that. Go ahead. Local goss, Stacy. oh, this is not her last name. <sighs> what? Sherherazade. It, and it's in quotes. Shira, what? S C H E H E R A Z A D E. Shiharazad. <laughs> okay. Like, I guess that's her little goth name. Kalowski 
earned a a tidy sum of $523 last week after nearly two dozen tourists mistook her dark and foreboding home for a haunted attraction. Financial statements confirmed. Shut up. Oh, my God. I finished the late shift at Staples and was walking, walking towards my front door when a group of tourists asked if this was the haunted house. I jokingly told them, hell, it's empty and all the devils are there. Hell is empty and all the devils are here. (laughs) They immediately started stuffing cash into my hand and bounding up my stairs. (gasps) Our place was already dark and my roommates were playing this mortal coil record. This mortal coil record? I guess it's like a LARPing game. Okay. Which is a pretty average Tuesday night for us. But apparently the atmosphere really got these goober townies in a festive mood. Roommate Chloe Chloe Wilson was shocked to see strangers wandering aimlessly through her home and admittedly still confused by the situation. I was in my room binge-watching the OA on Netflix when I finally... When a family of slack-jawed goons swung open the door and started screaming bloody murder. (laughs) I shrieked and threatened threatened them with with one of my combat boots. But then I guess the daughter or or whoever started crying and her dad asked me to break the character and help them find the exit. I walked them out to the... Out and he slipped me twenty dollars. I still don't know what happened, but all in all, not a bad night. However, owner oh, manager God. of the Bayou Screamatorium and Haunted Hayride, Rory Caldwell, lamented his slow Halloween season due to her due to Kozlowski's unintentional tourist trap. Mm. Seeing as they are eating my lunch, oh, seeing as how they are they were eating my lunch, I had to check this out this haunted house out myself. Oh, I guess that's his way of saying since they were taking money out of his mouth. Oh, right, right, right. And I have to admit, the level of detail in there was astounding. Antique medical instruments, a velvet fainting couch, strange men in black fishnets moaning. <laughs> get out, get out. I'm trying to sleep, but I have to work in the morning. <laughs> I covertly offered one of the guys a job, but he acted like he didn't know what I was talking about and said, it's not a costume. This is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I live, you asshole. At press, at press time, Klawoski Kul- had... Created a large wooden nightmare before Christmas diorama for the front lawn, unintentionally setting herself up for a very lucrative December. Oh my god. I think that's fake. Because <laughs> I can't even imagine. This is not a costume, it's who I am. <laughs> I just seeing this old kid all got out in fishnets screaming, oh, you know. Well, yeah, it's funny. Oh my god. Look, <laughs> this guy's trying to take a boo. And these kids are fighting and they busted in there and all wants to do shit. Oh, this poor kid. He's like, man. I know. And he's like, and he can't get up because he's got shit on his butt. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm going to post this to the page because you guys are going to be like, you're supposed to be podcast thing and you're looking at other stuff. I can't help myself. Um, look, so <laughs> we get this thing. Um, it's Well, it's called The Neighborhood and everybody can sign up for it. It oh, has yeah, the, neighborhood the Neighborhood and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of like Ring. You can do like your Ring yeah. Neighborhood and everything. Well, and so speaking of that, where they think it's a haunted house. So in my neighborhood, my neighborhood's actually really big. There's three neighborhoods. Oh, in are it. you going to talk about the um, Walk of Dead house? Yes. I just passed it. Cut. Todd did a little thing on it, but it's adorable, isn't it? It's very funny. But Todd was like, "He's got the Walking Dead people." Out. I'm like, "Loosen up, Todd!" Like it's the, they're zombies. They're not people. It's, it's zombies. Well, actually, no, it's not that. Well, he did. No, it's not no, that, it's that one. exact one right over here. On no, the, the one drive. I'm thinking about. Well, they did something. They put it in the window, and the window said "Help." Oh, right. Like, and then they had all these decorations out front. I think it was the Walking Dead one though, because I think and in, in the window it said "Walk." It said "Help." 
I didn't see like as a Halloween decoration, but it was all boarded up. So some fucking idiot called the cops. Oh god! And the cops came out because they thought somebody was being held against their will in the house. Oh my god! And they were like, they were like, look, motherfucker, like look, (laughs) dumbass motherfuckers. The fucking Halloween cop. He was like, and I thought I did this. He was like, I have you know young young kids right now, so I didn't go crazy with it. It doesn't. It's, it's very good. Like it it's is, not it's really super cute. scary, but it's nice. It's well, so when I cute. first saw it, I thought somebody was on their knee. Like when you the, see, there's like the, one that's on its knee, crawling. and I said, "What the hell is that?" And then we got up there. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" There's zombies, and they got like a. But in the window, there's a sign that says "Help." Oh god! And somebody called the cops. Yes, yeah, somebody called the cops. So it's a Walking oh, Dead house. I hate everybody. I have to go take a picture of it for you guys. So I'll that take way, a picture on my way out. Will you on your way out? Like, and so that way you guys can see it. But I actually want to get one at night too because they have all kinds. Oh, do of, they have um, lights and stuff? Yeah, they got it? lights that are around it and stuff. So I'll have to get one at night too. But um, and that way when we post the podcast, I'll have to post it so you guys can see it. But I'm like, what kind of fucking moron didn't understand that that was a Halloween thing? Oh, uh, people are special, man. I know. So the guy gets on there and goes, "Look, I thought I did a pretty PG thing." And somebody, st- like, called the cops because they thought I was holding somebody here. They're like, I cannot wait until my kids are, like, teenagers so I can go, like, full force badass and then really upsetting people. Right. Like, so he put it on the neighborhood. I'm like, oh, my God. And everybody was like, oh, my God. There is a guy. My favorite guy on the neighborhood is in Kira's development because we're so, like, it's it's all the neighborhoods around you. And then I'm in a different zip code, so they give me all the neighborhoods in mine. Oh, yeah. And Kira's, exactly. Kira's in my zip code. Right. So there's a guy in Frenchtown Woods on the neighborhood, and he puts up these like emotional, like inspirational quotes oh, yeah? every day. And he's like, "Where on the neighborhood in our oh on oh he on posts the like, he oh. posts every day is like um may the Lord bless you and may your day be fantastic." And oh he's my God. kind of my favorite little Jesus Crispy right now. I'm like, what do you have to say to me today? Really, he, he is, and you know I don't get down with the Jesus Crispy things, but I really like his messages. So I'm like, you know what? I will follow you. So every time he posts something on Neighborhood, I'm like, oh, I'll talk to him. Oh, my gosh. How funny is that? Okay, so I have this one. Okay. Um, Oh, shit. I just lost it. Okay, so things that you didn't know. It's like oh, yes. Hardly yes, yes, known yes, yes. facts about everyday things. Yes, so yes, yes. It's, it's just the... I'll just go through them. I won't read the articles. A gallon of gasoline contains 31,000 calories. Like, what who the needs, shit? Who needs to know that? I don't need to know that. A gallon of gas is 31,000 calories. Yes. Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent. Millicent. Barbara Millicent Roberts. Shut this shit up. Mm-hmm. Water bottles actually have expiration <gasps> dates. I really like Millicent. Okay. That's kind of like a neat new name. You know what I mean? Uh, it's an old name that you can make new. I mean, knock yourself out if you're planning on having babies. You know I can't have babies anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't, I can't have babies anymore. It's <laughs> um, the surgery in December. <laughs> so there are more people in the world have, have cell phones than they do toilets. What? Yep. Heels were initially invented for men. No. Mm-hmm. Wait, does it, does it go on about why? It says back in the 10th century, horse riders, who were mostly men, figured out that the shoes with a slight heel helped their foot stay more firmly in the stirrups. The oh. idea spread quickly, and soon enough, armies of men were wearing heels. By the 17th century, heeled shoes were a major fashion trend for both men and women, as they were a symbol of high fashion. Shut up! So, croissants aren't French. No? Nope. What are they? They are actually, um, we're invented in Vienna, Australia. Austria. Oh. Back in the 13th century. Croissants. Croissant. Oh, no. Bubble wrap, get this, was yeah. actually invented for wallpaper. 
Shut up. It was invented as wallpaper. What? Bubble wrap was wrap is definitely fun to play with, but imagine having it as wallpaper around your house. Back in 1957, two engineers attempted to create a textured wallpaper that would be affordable for everyone. Unfortunately, the idea did not take off. Three years later, IBM needed to ship a fragile data processor and look for something that would protect their components. Bubble wrap. Oh, wow. God bless you. Oh, oh boy. There goes Jamie's little baby sneezes. I know. So, pen caps all have a hole in the top of them. They do? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a Bic? Do you have a Bic? Yeah. Like the Bic pens? Yeah. Hole. Uh Uh-huh. So, it's because if you chew on it and you swallow it, Uh it can, you can still breathe because it's got a hole. Shut the hell up. That's why they did that. Yep. And I just said, and look, I chew mine, and I put it right in my mouth, and you're like, yep, and if you swallow the damn thing, you'll be able to breathe. Yep. Oh, so, my God. So, t-shirts were invented for bachelors that couldn't sew or fix buttons. Shut the fuck up. Believe it or not, t-shirts were invented over 100 years ago, back in 1904. Cooper Underwear Company started advertising their new product, t-shirts, to bachelors who could not sew or replace buttons. At the time, the shirts were completely white, and the trend picked up quickly. Oh, my goodness. 270,000 trees are cut down each day for toilet paper. Wow. M&M's stands for Mars and Mori. I think I knew the Mars, but I didn't know it was Mori. Murray. M-R-R-I-E. So I'm guessing that's Murray. I um, guess those are the people who, um, it says, while snacking away on a bag of M&M's, did you ever stop to consider what M stands for? Well, back in the early 1940s, Forrest Mars found a way to coat chocolate drops in hard candy shells. He then approached his good friend Bruce Murray, who also happened to be in the son of to be the son of Hershey's founder, and the two decided to join forces to start a business together. And they made M and M's. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, One dollar bills only last eighteen months. What? Mm-hmm. Says coins are quite a hassle to carry around, but most countries prefer co- having coins as their equivalent of one dollar bills because the, they last much longer. According to reports, U.S. dollar bills, which is the most used type of bill, mm. can only be used for 18 months before it has to be replaced due to tearing dirt and fading. Yeah, because you know, we've gotten a couple of those dollar bills, and you're like, what the hell happened to this thing? What's that been through? Right. It's like it's been through so this, back. this was the most interesting fact that I that I found while reading through all these. Uh-huh. Okay, so when you guys go to brush your teeth, that blob of toothpaste that you put on your bristles has a name, and that name is called a it's called a nurdle n-u-r-d-l-e so nurdle. next time you're brushing your cha- teeth be like oh you want do i want a big nurdle or a little nurdle <laughs> a teenage mutant ninja nurdle, nurdle. <laughs> so a nurdle is what it is called that blob of toothpaste on your um on your toothbrush captain crunch's real name is horatio magellan crunch shut up i didn't know he had a real name the average person spends six months of their life at a red light Wow. That's a long-ass time. So this was another interesting one. Coca-Cola tastes better in McDonald's. So if you go to McDonald's and you get a Coca-Cola, and I've noticed I this because I don't like Coke. I'm a, I'm a Pepsi girl, but right. I like McDonald's Coca-Cola. Yeah. So it says, whether you're a McDonald's fan or not, you must admit that their Coca-Cola just tastes better. Well, there's a very good reason why. McDonald's and Coca-Cola have been working together since 1955. Due to the close relationship, Coca-Cola ships its Coca-Cola syrup to McDonald's around the world in stainless steel containers instead of the usual plastic bags. Oh, wow. So it keeps it fresher, which is why it tastes better. 
I love I love getting me a diet soda. We actually stopped there, believe it or not, this weekend. The, I was the like, soda babe, I really just want a soda. And we stopped and got soda. The soda at McDonald's is always better. Yeah. Okay, so a pencil can write 45,000 words. Wow. Um, the name IKEA products, the name of IKEA products follow a pattern. Um, I don't care. Uh, the IKEA catalog is the most widely printed book. What? Bananas are actually berries. What? Says this one. <laughs> this one may came, come as a major shock. I know, like, Scientifically, wait, a berry must have an outer skin, a fleshy middle, and an inter- innermost part that holds the seeds. That's right. Bananas actually check off all the boxes. Along with bananas, kiwis and watermelon also fell into, fall into the berry family. Interestingly, according to the scientific definition of berries, strawberries aren't actually berries at all. Huh. If Barbie was a real person, she wouldn't be able to hold up her her head. She wouldn't be able to lift her head up. Yep. <laughs> Nearly every little girl across America played with Barbie doll as a child, and many of them dreamed of looking like Barbie when they grew up. However, if Barbie were a real-life human, she wouldn't be able to walk or lift her head. Um, Her 16-inch waist would be four inches thinner than her head. How weird oh. is that? <laughs> Um, keyboards are, are, um, designed to slow down your typing. What? Keyboards are designed. Have you ever wondered why the letters on a keyboard are organized the way they are? While it seems like the letters were randomly strewn across the keys, this method of organizing the keyboard was developed as a way to slow down typists. Back in 1872, typewriter users were typing too fast and causing the typewriters to jam. So the QWERTY method actually kept the machines from breaking down and it's still used today. Oh my! Your typewriter would be gone. Like it, that, nothing would have stopped you. We know it's so weird that I've been typing for so long because they put us in typing classes when we were in middle school. I didn't get typing. I got sewing. Well, <laughs> well, I got typing classes, and I think in seventh grade I started typing. And it's weird. Like now, when I type, I don't think about where my fingers go. It's so crazy. Like it's subconscious. Look, it just Danielle's moves. typing skills are crazy. Like she was like, "Come over here and work on my computer." The bitches. Has rubbed all the letters, <laughs> the letters off of her keyboard. Like, I'm like, um, this is not going to work for me, I'm guessing. Uh, so when, when Jonathan was a little younger than he is now, he's, and I got an, actually, I have a new keyboard. So there is all the letters and numbers yes. are on it, but the old one was not. And Jonathan used to have to use my computer and we had an old keyboard. So he would have to bring in the old keyboard and put it on top of the other one, like in, on top, like above it. So you could see where all the letters went to use my keyboard because he didn't have any numbers or anything because they were all like, I it was just, typed them all off. You typed them all off. I typed them all off, yeah. No so, kidding. So the average person speaks 5,000 words a day. Huh. <laughs> I'm way above average. And a lot of them are cuss words at this point. Yes. Stressed out cuss words. So the Game of Thrones um, have created nine brand new languages. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, what? Are you yeah. serious? The Game of Thrones? Nine new languages for the series from Dothraki uh, to High Valerian. The language was created in order to ensure the viewers got fully immersed in the fantasy world. Oh my god. That's wild. The average American eats 2,000 pounds of food a year. Jesus. Okay. And humans can't sneeze while they're sleeping. What? Yep. Can't sneeze? Says we are more prone to sneezing while asleep. It's, hold on. Humans can't sneeze while sleeping. We are more prone to sneezing while asleep due to the mucous membrane swelling up while we lie down. However, because we aren't moving enough to stir up the dust, there isn't anything irritating our nose. Also, during the stage of our sleep cycle where the dreaming occurs, certain parts of our brain shut off. 
So the signal to the brain usually sends to your nose to sneeze as well sleeping. Oh, wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. Green this is probably one of the most educational ones we're right. going to do. Um, green Besides egg- shock rubs when we first started there. That was very educational. <laughs> green eggs and ham was actually written because of a bet. Um, there are 25,000 ways to order a coffee at Dunkin'. What? Yep. Listen, I know I keep doing that thing like the whole entire time. Danielle just goes, what? What? The whole time. The, commu- the computer mouse was, inici- was initially named a turtle. I wonder why they changed it to a mouse. Um, when the computer mouse was first created, it was named it was named an XY position indicator or display system. But that's but that didn't have a nice ring to it at all. <laughs> Due to its hard shell and moving parts underneath, the first users immediately started calling the device a turtle. Yeah, that makes sense. Ultimately, it was decided that it would be called a mouse because of the tail that connects to your computer. Oh, okay, got it. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. It takes three hundred and sixty four licks to get to the center of a tootsie pop. Oh wow. I was excited about that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there are 177,147 different ways to tie a necktie. Mm. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. Oh, my God. Yep. Kleenex was invented for gas masks. Kleenex? Kleenex. What? Why? Um. say? Long before Kleenex became known for its ultra-softness tissues, they were helping out in times of need. The company actually got its start during World War One. During the Great War, due to a shortage of cotton, Kleenex developed a crepe paper that could be used as a filter in gas masks. Oh, shit. Nice, right? That's interesting. America's drink, Americans drink, drink 400 million cups of coffee per day. Mm. I believe that. Like, that's mm-hmm. not shocking at all. I know. I need to go get one right now. I'm so tired. A jar of Nutella is sold every 2.5 seconds. Really? It's probably for my house because that's what Jonathan likes. Right? Me too. A slinky can be stretched 65, 67 feet. Oh. The punctuation symbol, question mark, exclamation point, is named an interrobang. Interrobang. Let me oh, see. that's fun. Interrobang. That's a fun word to say. I didn't know that that was a symbol. I thought it was just two symbols together. Right. I didn't know Apparently, that the punctuation symbol, the, the question mark, and the exclamation point. That's considered one symbol, them together. Is called an interrobang. <laughs> the first pair of jeans was made in 1873. McDonald's once sold, sold what? McDonald's once sold bubblegum flavored broccoli. Ew. Yeah. What um, the hell? Ew. I don't even know what that would be like. I don't even like broccoli, regular broccoli. says over the years, McDonald's has been trying different ways to find children to eat healthier at the fast food chain and at several different approaches, such as swapping fries for apples. But one idea was very creative, selling broccoli that tasted like bubblegum. Hmm. Toilets flush in E flat. Oh God! Why do people come up with this shit? I don't know. Now I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna remember that now, though. It's so when you're taking up space, when you're in flight, yeah, you lose thirty percent of your taste buds. Oh wow! When you're in an airplane, does it say why? The fact explains why most passengers don't look forward to their in-flight meals. According to studies, as the airplane gets higher, the air pressure drops, causing a very dry environment. The combination of dryness and low air pressure gently reduces your ability. Oh, greatly reduces your ability to taste sweet and salty foods by 30%. Mmm. One in ten people are allergic to at least one type of food. Oh, wow. Mobile phones are dirtier than your toilet. Yes, I remember hearing that. Apple pies aren't American. Where are they? Um, China. You're kidding. Nope. Tag it. The first television advertisement was broadcasted on July 4th, 1941. What but, was it? Um, nowadays, blah, 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 blah. 
before a baseball game and the Brooklyn Dodgers. It was an advertisement for Boulevard watches. No kidding. Did you know ch- potato chips are flammable? Mm-mm. Like you can use them to light fires and shit in the wilderness. Oh, wow. The longest Monopoly game ever last- played lasted 70 days. Mm. The Twitter bird's name is Larry. Oh, my God. No, they didn't give that a name. The hashtag symbol is called an Octothorpe. I don't know. Why can't it just be a hashtag? I don't know. Crayola crown stubs are called leftolas. No. Crayola's leftolas. The record for longest period without sleep is 11 days, and it takes 400 cocoa beans to make one pound of chocolate. Wow. Movie trailers used to appear after the movie. The outer edge of a pizza is called a, a cornicone. What? Yes. This one's interesting. The Power of Puff Girls' names change depending mm-hmm. on the country. Like, we had Bubbles, Buttercup, and Blossom. But in different parts of the world, the girls that make up the Power Trio were given different names. In Italy, the Power Puff Girls go by Dolly, Lolly, and Molly. While in France, they go by Belle, Beulah, and Rebel. That kidding? Yeah. Salt used to be used as money. What? Mm-hmm. Salt? Lego is 88 years old. I felt like I had them for 88 years when Jonathan had them, because all I ever did was step on them. The stickers on your fruit are edible. Ew, I would never eat them. I always take them off. Oh my god, I never do that! Go ahead, Jamie. Eat the next one. You get an apple. Right? And and report back. Let us know when it comes Um, back out. And you're like, oh, there it is. Coca-Cola was the first soft drink consumed in space. Mm. Mmm. An ear of corn has even numbers of rows. So if you ever count the rows on an ear of corn, they're even numbers. Wow. Um, there's actually a fear. Arc, arc, ibutriophobia, A-R-C-H-I-B-U-T-Y-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Oh my goodness. Is the fear of getting peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Why is that a fear? And that, Why? that gentleman and ladies is basically all my fun facts. That is really neat. I really feel like I learned something today. The the nurdle thing is still like the nurdle. I know. I want to be like Bruce is gonna like you know brush his teeth tonight and be like put a nurdle on your toothbrush. Don't use He's a huge like, nurdle. You only need a little nurdle. It's <laughs> gonna go. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like nurdle, nurdle, nurdle. I just like to say it. Nurdle sounds great. Nurdle, 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 nurdle. nurdle. <laughs> I don't have to do with that. But you know what I'll do? Oh. Couple things. So Stevie Wonder's coming out with new music. We love Stevie Wonder. We are very excited about it. So this is according to USA Today by Brian McCollum on October 13th. Said he Wonder released two songs Tuesday in his own newly formed label, his first major venture beyond Motown since signing with the label as a child. So I'm gonna have to check that out because everybody loves them. Some Stevie Wonder. And for all you other people out there, guess what? They are coming back with Dexter. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the last couple seasons of Dexter's was really disappointing to me, so I, I just quit watching it. Well, I got into it again, like, as I watched it all the way through. When it was out, I, I actually, well, I think I didn't start watching until, like, season two, but then I was in, like, Flint. Like, I watched the whole thing. But it was, they said it's the most disappointing ending in history of yeah. anything. And I'm like, well, I don't think they're counting Game of Thrones. No, they're not. Because Game of Thrones sucked big, fat donkey balls. But anyway... So, they're doing, I think it's like a limited run. I don't know how many they're going to do. Ten episodes. Yeah, they're going to pick it up. So, I was like, you guys. There's I don't know. people that are really excited about I'm that. I'm going to have to, like, rewatch it. I tried to, and it started getting on my nerves again. Yeah. They, I, I, mm, 
The, the last couple seasons were just too blah for me. At the very end, it was like, all right, come on. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. It's like, you know, he's a serial killer with a conscience, I guess. And yeah. he's not supposed to be one with a conscience. He's a vigilante serial killer. He's a, well, he's, what is he? A serial killer with a code. Yes. You know, or whatever. But, um, so I was pretty excited about that. I actually will probably watch it. I mean, there's all these other, all these shows. It's like, they're just... Like, you know, phoning it in now. Everybody's doing, like, a revival of something. But I thought Dexter was pretty cool. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I got Carol Baskin coming out as bisexual. Oh, dear God. Why? I don't know. Not that I give a crap about it, but it's like, why do we have Carol to Baskin make her Carol Baskin has news? a bombshell for all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, She's sexually attracted to men and women. The Tiger King and Dancing with the Stars star just came out as bisexual. Carol tells Pink News she discovered her truth back during the AIDS crisis in the 80s when she was spending a lot of time with the LGBTQ community. Mm. While it's a surprise for some folks, Carol says she's always considered herself bisexual and feels she might have been born in the wrong body because growing up she was a tomboy. Oh, great. Now she doesn't identify as a woman anymore. A big cat rescue owner says everything she did as a child was male-oriented. She didn't have any mothering instincts and never played with dolls, which led her to start thinking something about her was different. Carol says she finally put a finger on it in the 80s when she was dating a psychologist who was immersed in the LGBTQ community. It was then, Carol says, she realized she had the same feelings for men and women. Carol is on her second marriage. She's married to Howard Baskin after Don Lewis' mysterious disappearance. But she says she could have easily married a woman instead. Coming out doesn't seem to be helping Carol find any common ground with Joe Exotic. (laughs) She says he's not a good ambassador for the LGBTQ community. You know, I, I just, there's something wrong with the situation that's going on. I don't know. I, it almost would be terrible, like, if everybody figured it out finally. Well, they did op- reopen that case. They I reopened the case. case. But I'm like, so if they actually find out that she didn't do anything, I think we'll all feel like a piece of shit. But there's something wrong about her in general. She's I think what she's doing with her. Well, even with Joe Exotic, the stuff that's going on with him and the way that she acted with him, I just thought, it's like, you know, you're not as innocent as you proclaim to be. Right. And if it wasn't for him being so nutty, you wouldn't even be a, a thing. Like, nobody right. would give a shit about you. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you're almost like the little bit of fame that you're getting is it's, off his it's back. It's because of him. And yeah. maybe they should definitely, um, she's never going to admit that, though. She's going to be like, oh, my God, they love me because I'm so interesting. No, the mm. whole point of Tiger King, did you watch Tiger King? I did. I think I'm, I didn't watch the last, like, two or three episodes. For the record, the most intriguing thing about the Tiger King they didn't even touch on is the one guy they called Doc who basically has a cult with tigers. And, oh, I and know. nobody touched on that. And right. I need in my life a whole series about him. I know. Well, there were so many weird players going on that you're like, what in the hell? It's 51s. We're okay. There was just so many um, like players in that. Like everybody's weird in that underworld tiger world kind of thing. Right? They're all kind of weird. Including the guy from Vegas with the hat, like the biker hat on with the thing. Jeff just, somebody. Yeah. I mean, even he's a little like odd. It's just the whole thing. It's just fucking weird. I don't know. But do you got a, um, you got a World News Daily Report Do you want a World News Daily Report? You know what? Bruce sent me one the other day and he, I was like, it's a World News Daily Report. And he was like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. Well, what was it? Let me see what he sent me so I can tell you what it was. It is... It is San Francisco police interrupt sex party involving midgets, emus, and a fountain of sperm. 71 arrests. Oh, wow. That's the one he just sent me the other day. Um, 
I got seven-year-old girl buys a dozen ponies in a merry-go-round after borrowing her dad's credit card. Um, Hurricane Delta blasts a 200-ton whale 400 miles off the coast of Louisiana in the middle of Arkansas. <laughs> you mean Arkansas? Arkansas. Okay. Um, Secret Service arrested. Uh, we already did that one. Morgue employee contracted coronavirus after having sex with an infected corpse. Ew! Same-sex couple celebrates world's first anal birth after successful rectal ovary transplant. Read that one. Read that, that one. That is awful. That is so She's like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. so disgusting, Jamie. Read that one. Because it, it, it's just stupid. It's so, so stupid. A Los Angeles same-sex couple has successfully given birth anally to a healthy 8.2-pound baby for the first time in history. First of all, we've already pounds. discovered that your ass can take in an, a raccoon in That's a right. I know. But without breaking. So, anyway, the LGBTQ community worldwide has received the news. Oh, thank God. You know, they just got this news and Carol Baskin. <laughs> the LGBTQ community worldwide has received the news of the rectal birth. With open arms, and as the revolutionary medical procedure could enable millions of fer- fertility challenged couples to produce. Oh my goodness. James Brent, James Bent, 37, received donated ovaries from his sister, Lila Bent, 32, Oof. which are later were later successfully transplanted into his rectum, and which enabled the ana- the anal birth to occur. Oh my god. I'm so grateful to my sister and to God for making this natural birth a reality, not only for us, but for the millions of male sex same-sex couples, which will follow in our path. Oh, my God. Yeah, this medical procedure will not only be useful to same-sex couples, but also heterosexual couples where the male partner wishes to experience the process of pregnancy for himself. Wow. They don't bother to let you know how he takes a dump or anything, though, around this baby, huh? Uh, other researchers believe that the rectal ovarian transplants could even be performed upon certain animals, such as cows and pigs, in the near future. It's not unimaginable that the near future... In the near future, fertility challenge couples will be able to transplant their ovaries into their rectum of an, of animals. Oh shit! So so this is the plan. People who are for fertility of challenge can transplant their ovaries into the rectums of animals such as cows and pigs, and bypass the pointless and painful hassle of the pregnancy process altogether. <laughs> One researcher at California Hospital Medical Center explained when the when we reached when we reached him by phone, many analysts believe the revolutionary medical procedure performed under the supervision of Dr. Peter Krinawasti mm-hmm. could win the world-renowned surgeon the Nobel Prize for Medicine. Oh God! Wow. First of all, you need you were wrong a for womb. that World News Daily report. You need a womb. Seven-year-old girl receives breast implants for Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> World News Daily Report, you yeah. just never fail to shine. It, you really do. You know, I mean, you just, so you just, you just search for the stars. Oh, God. That's, that's awful. That is clearly balloons. Well, there's big news before we sign off. So, apparently, there is an armed carjacking pursuit in progress in the Wilmington area oh, here. Oh, shit. Several agencies involved in Trooper 4. Fun fact, the suspect was just released from his arraignment for a previous carjacking. So yes, that's happening right now as we sit here. Oh, Delaware. Well, in the last in the last hour, yes. I thought I would uh I would do that. So uh, I hope to, they don't come down Kirkwood. I'm trying to go. They home. did them go. They did go down Kirkwood Highway. So they're already going. Because another one's already saying yeah. Because Eugene posted there's something going on on Kirkwood Highway. So 
they made it down there. But this was an hour ago. Okay, good. So you're well, probably fine. So anyway, let's we're gonna wrap this up. Go ahead, Jamie, do your thing. Um, if you have considered um implanting somebody's ovaries into your rectum, <laughs> please give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at gmail <laughs> at straight from the net. Um also we are on Twitter oh. and Snapchat and all the other fun Except for me. I'm the worst. You can get me on Snapchat, though. Yeah. Like, I, I like, I actually do post a little bit of Snapchat, but most of the time it's really just Facebook people. But yes. Jamie's on the Twitter. I'm on the Twitter, jumping in my twat box. I love it. Yeah. I'm DannyGrin123 on um, Snapchat if you guys want to shout out to me. That's fine. And Danielle will tell you where you can listen to us on all our great platforms. I know. And you know what? We're still working on the iHeartRadio. So we're hoping that I'm we'll hear something about that soon. soon. Yeah, iHeartRadio is humongous, so we'll be really excited about that. But did you guys know that we're on New York Daytime Radio? Yes, we are! Every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, you can catch us on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. Shout out to all our people listening to us on the WMLD. We love you guys. You guys keep us going. But if you miss us on Wednesdays, that's okay. You can hit us on the replay on Saturdays at 7 o'clock. And if you miss that, that's fine, too, because we got all these other platforms. SoundCloud. Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. You can catch all those brand new if you miss them all on Sunday. Otherwise, make good choices. Bye. Okay, bye.